Okay, and we're back. We had to do a little technical uh, reboot there, so we're glad to be back. We're learning this all the time that you could actually take a break, and maybe that's almost like a commercial break. We took a little break here. But at any rate, uh, we are back. We are glad to be here. If you have any questions, 502-599-9722. Just text me your name. I'll phone you uh, right back, and we can have a conversation uh, accordingly. Uh, should I refresh my restream to make sure that it hooks back up? You can, uh, yeah, try, give it a try. Yeah, I did that. That's, if something comes up, I'll have it. Um, another question that has come in, it is, uh, I've asked, a practitioner was asked to work on a young Amish girl, 11 years old, who had a horse accident. She ended up falling off and getting kicked in the head. She currently has too many metal plates in her head, forehead area, and she suffers from chronic migraines on a daily basis. Has anyone ever had any type of experience with this? I'd love to help this little girl, but I'm very hesitant at the same time. Well, we've had countless uh, situations where we've worked with people who have had uh, head injuries, um, certainly people that have plates and implants. Uh, we always want to test to make sure they're comfortable when you're treating them, but the, uh, the thing to do is to just approach it in that fashion. There should be no reason that you could not uh, give this young lady some energy to her head and upper shoulders and, and neck to help alleviate that situation. So I treat the back of the head for her migraines, and uh, there should be no uh, in issue that you can't treat uh, around the around the plates. Now, if you want to check with her doctor with regard to what the plates are doing, I mean, if they're just plates because of the damage that was done, then we have a lot of that that we deal with. And of course, we're treating people's faces that have had uh, fillings and things like that, and they can feel it in their fillings. So that just means you don't turn it as much. They won't feel it in a plate like that uh, in their head <clears throat> uh, as as they're having it. So I would not worry about that. You're supplying good energy. You don't want to over-energize, so just be moderate in, in your setting as you approach that. But you could certainly help her have some relief uh, potentially from her headaches. I would certainly also treat her feet. Uh, there are a lot of folks that do that, and we've noticed that it's kind of a reflexology type of situation that when you treat their feet, it also helps the whole body and so it helps to uh, enhance the recovery uh, needed uh, with the migraines and those types. I mean, study now in uh, uh, Colorado uh, with concussions with Dr. Larry Lyons from California dealing with concussion injuries and how PEMF can be beneficial to the healing of those type situations. So if your question was about the plates, you should be okay. Uh, what we typically do is put it on a very moderate setting. If you're treating the head like this, I put maybe the coil over the head on the shoulders and treat in this in this fashion. Treat it for two minutes. Make sure she's comfortable, not feeling anything, and then you would be free to uh, to go from there. If you wanted to hold the coil, the butterfly perhaps, or the paddle right back behind the head, you could do that same thing. Uh, since it is headaches, you're probably going to be in that back area. But if you wanted to rest the uh, hold the coil here, for example, and come this way uh, to work with this with this patient, or with not patient, but with this person, that you can come there. But again, you just want to make sure everyone is comfortable and everything is okay. Good morning, folks. Janet, uh, Kim, thanks for being with us. Jamie's with us, so uh, we're glad you're here, and we appreciate that very much. 502-599-9722. If you'd like to visit, we'd be happy to uh, give you a call back and have a conversation, and if you call me, we'll enter you for the uh, today's giving away of the swag. All right, um, let's see. I have a client who would like me to do a full session on her mare. She has strangles and it has opened. Is it safe to do a session or will cause circulation of the infection? I would treat the mare, I don't know that I would go directly to that area uh, and, and go. You might want to check with the veterinarian as to where they are on the medication that they're using uh, for the strangles and you want to, but to improve the overall to work, to improve the energy and the health of the cells in the body and the blood flow along with the medication that's being delivered would certainly lead to potentially enhance the effects of what they are, what they are using and uh, but whether you want again treat directly over the area 
you might want to just stay away from that a little bit or around it, but again, you want to improve the oxygenation of the body and the overall blood flow to work in concert with the medication or the process that the uh, doctors are using with the horse in that type of type of situation. Good questions. I appreciate that. 502-599-9722 if you'd like to give me a call uh, and we'll have a conversation as to whatever it is you might like to discuss. Good morning, Hazel. How are you? Let me drop over here. To Hazel reminds me that she's on CastBox and uh, hello, uh, Shanisha uh, on, uh, on uh, CastBox is with us. So if you have a question, you can certainly put it there or you can give me a call or you can put it in the thread on YouTube or on Facebook. If we don't get a lot of questions, we we'll, won't stay here <laughs> real long. Um, th this is a good one uh, that we have been reaching out just to find because our practitioners are, are here in the office are treating a dog with uh, incontinence problem. Been treating a dog for possible incontinence. All testing of urine and bladder was negative, but the dog is peeing in the house often right after coming back from a walk. We are doing a series of 10 treatments two times a week. I've done seven treatments so far and they have not seen any improvement. The owners are very realistic and we really try to determine if it's actually incontinence or just a behavioral issue. Nine-year-old dog um, was nine-year-old dog day Bordeaux that was rescued after an extensive breeding career. So I guess what I'm asking is how has anyone treated canine incontinence? And so there's a lot of comments on that particular uh, conversation. But it's a very good question. If, if incontinence, if it is a muscular type of incontinence, basically what we're doing is it's massaging the bladder and massaging the area to try to improve the muscular control uh, that the people have or the animals having in this type of situation. If it's something that is anatomical, if there's a tear or something like that, it's very difficult for us to we don't do that we, we that's not what our stuff does but if there's not a tear and everything then you would think that you would get some control in that area so uh, it's pretty interesting perhaps uh, if anyone's had experience there they might want to call and we can have that conversation but uh, certainly if you're going to help a situation after three or four treatments uh, you're going to see some improvement if it if it goes on and that's a good point I had someone calling me this week and we've been talking about a 28 year old horse that's having severe severe arthritis in the north so cold and snow and rain are a real problem uh, for the survival of this horse at this point in time and so we're trying to uh, know and she's trying to determine where's the best place to treat how often should she treat and and, and uh, what should be done and is it going to turn around I asked her to send me some thermographic uh, photography which she did and it's very apparent uh, in this um, in these photos, in these therm thermographic photos that she sent me showing the heat, that it's very severe in the neck, concentrated low neck into the into the shoulders, more so facing the picture, more so on the left shoulder uh, than in the right, uh, but very concentrated on the back of the neck in, in the wither area. And so she has been treating regularly, seeing some improvement. The horse is able to walk around a little better, get up and down a little easier. But again, we're in the throes and in, uh, in the upper peninsula of Michigan and so forth of really cold severe weather that this horse has to deal with when he goes out uh, over the winter time and so the question that I was presenting to her in this type of situation if it's anatomical problem is there a pinch is there a chip is there some a tear somewhere that is not allowing this inflammation to get a chance to go away and often when I talk about this if, if you're treating when I was treating actively on a day-to-day -day basis if I would have a horse that I would treat three or four times and no improvement my line to the customers would be you need to talk to your vet about what's going on here not that this isn't going to help over more applications but i just don't want you to think that this is going to take care of something for sure when there could be something anatomically going on again a tear a separation a fracture something going on that is not allowing us to the, the improved blood flow and blood oxygenation to really help uh, the situation. So that's something that you always need to uh, to think about in in when you're dealing with these types of uh, uh, types of situations. Uh, if you have a oh, we got a question here. Can you share any information regarding osteoporosis treatment suggestions? 
PMF therapy results for this, etc. I have a friend in her early 40s battling this uh, as a result of more likely due to treatment resulting from breast cancer and other health, health issues over the years. Well, it's always an issue when you're dealing with those types of situations with the with the calcium in the body and the and what's needed uh, for the various areas, the nutrients and the supplements that that are available to help enhance the overall system of the body. If in fact it is a result from cancer treatments, chemotherapy, and things that were done that's created a deficiency, uh, what I would recommend, again, it's type of a situation that if you can help their blood flow be improved, help their blood oxygenation be improved, make sure that they're, that they're taking the proper supplementation that can potentially benefit uh, the struggle that, that they're having, that they are taking the right supplements or the right vitamins or the right medications to help that type of situation. Can we be comforting and help uh, ease what's going on? Most certainly from the, from the pain relief and, and the development of what's going on. It's pretty basic. If we can put this energy, this PMF energy into the body, making the cellular walls, uh, making the cells healthier, allowing them to better do their job, allowing the blood flow to be enhanced, to go to every place it needs to be with good, healthy blood cells, then we can maybe help those situations improve. We're not gonna do it, the body's gonna do it. So that's kind of what what's uh, going on. Um, let's see, still having problems? Are we still having problems? Are everything okay? Some, some people are saying it's cutting out, some people aren't. Oh, trying to figure okay. it out. Okay, so <laughs> thanks Maureen for letting us know. Uh, could be, who knows, uh, internet, things are strange how they sometimes uh, happen. 502-599-9722, send me a text, and I'd be happy to uh, give you a shout and uh, have a conversation about whatever it is you might like to discuss. Let me see if there's any other questions here. Okay, uh, let's see, let's go. See if we got another question. Okay, uh, worked on a mare twice now, and will be again uh, coming Saturday. And before I ever magnawaved her, she had some issues with her lungs would drain out her nose sometimes. When I magnawave her over her withers and back area, she gets really uncomfortable and starts to drain. And you can hear noise in her lungs too. I don't have it on very high. What? what would you know would this be caused by? Well, quite often, uh, if there is congestion and you're massaging the area, you can help move that congestion away. There's a lot of people when treating folks who have sinus issues that they'll simply hold a coil to the head and they'll treat the sinuses and they'll get clearance and they'll get drainage almost immediately. So if there is some congestion in the upper lungs and in the, in the chest throat area that you need to clear, when you treat those areas, you're certainly massaging you notice as we can feel this as we go into the body we're certainly massaging the area and working on the area and yes that can be beneficial to help clear and if it is clearing and again these are situations that you, it, you at some point you want to be talking asking the vet this is what's going on do you see anything have they done an endoscopy where are they on on what could be the actual cause of this is there a cold is there an infection a virus or something going on that you need to help move this horse through and the same thing if it were in a small animal or a person you want to approach it from uh, that type of position but if there is something there you can serve we've had that with folks that have had severe uh, COPD and lung congestion and just can't hardly breathe and, and we found uh, again with good blood good flow good oxygen that you can help break that up help the lungs be able to uh, to handle and and better uh, uh, facilitate good air that they're breathing whether they're receiving oxygen at the same time or whatever it may be and we've done we've treated all those types of situations and of course depending on the severity of the situation how the person is what kind of relief they get uh, from the pain and the discomfort that they're experiencing uh, as with many indications and a lot of things we do the sooner we work on something the sooner we get a chance to to help something, the better off we are. If you wait a long time and it's had a lot of time to, to set in and solidify and do its stuff, 
that's an issue. That would be kind of a situation with arthritis. Some people have arthritis. It's it's a buildup of calcium. You see it the way the, the joints change and things like that. If someone's prone to that, the more rapidly they treat their hands or their knees or ankles, wherever ha wherever they're having those types of symptoms, you can you're not going to break up the calcium and make it go away, but improve circulation to the body can help retard or help fight that buildup of calcium in the body again with good blood flow. So those are always things to consider in that uh, uh, you might want to use. Let's see. Um, let me just on any updates. Oh, John's with me. John, you know, I did update uh, they are, uh, there was a updates on the CE is what John is asking about. I talked with Michael uh, day before yesterday, as a matter of fact, and uh, they are not, yesterday was Monday, so it's Friday. Talked to Michael on Friday, and uh, they've acknowledged that they need to do some research and find out where this number is, and uh, believe me, we're not the only ones having this challenge with these regulatory agencies as they change their whole system, is getting to the backlog of what's, of what's going on. Uh, that's what I have today. I will try to uh, ask that. In fact, I called Michael yesterday afternoon to ask him that specifically and didn't get to him at this point, but I'll give you uh, uh, additional updates as they come. Uh, let's see. My horse is having OCD surgery on his stifle next week. I have a max and wondering when and how best to treat. Well, um, once the surgery is complete and they've taken care of, of the situation as they will surgically, you can begin treatments once the, the uh, bleeding is controlled and everything is stabilized to help the enhance uh, the body's healing process so it can better flow to the area and take care of any inflammation and uh, aid in the recovery. So I would I would wait a day or two uh, after the surgery or again, once uh, bleeding is in check, work with the veterinarian and so he understands that you're gonna be dealing with blood flow healing, uh, not healing, but blood flow, the ability for the body to heal itself and, and to the inflammation reduction to the area uh, of the surgery to make it uh, easier on the animal. Um, Keep Maureen says, keeps cutting off on me. I'm not sure what's going on. Better the last few minutes. Um, okay, yes, they can come over to uh, CastBox if they want to have a listen over there. If you're having stream problems, it'd be worth a try to see how that may change uh, what's Cast going on. CastBox is working fine, so that's a good thing. Thanks for being there. If you'd like to talk to me on CastBox, there's a way for you to uh, send me a phone message. I can uh, turn you on and we can uh, talk that way. I've only done that once, so I want to make sure I do it properly if, in fact, that's uh, where you're coming from to have a conversation with me. 502-599-9722 uh, to have a conversation with me and be entered to win the gift bag for today. I guess if nobody wins it, I'm going to get it with some new stuff in it uh, to uh, share. All right, what is the dosage of HydroWave in a nebulizer, concentrated or diluted? Thanks. Well, it, it, uh, I would presume that you're dealing with a, uh, sharing with a um, equine nebulizer. And uh, typically, uh, when we've used the Centurion transpirator device, which takes the liquid water, turns it into a gas, and the horses uh, breathe it in and it goes into their lungs, we're using about a 50-50 concentration um, of, the, of the water and hydrowave. I would think if you're in a standard nebulizer, it's a little different because a nebulizer actually puts droplets uh, into the into the nostrils and on that work to the lungs and, and go in that faction. It's not a it's not a gas that's produced with the nebulizer. But I would say that a 50-50 concentration would be fine. Uh, if you're working for a specific thing, if there's an, uh, an infection or something that you're working with and you want to try to get the uh, oxygen into the bloodstream towards the infection, that type of thing, to go a little stronger, uh, you could certainly do that. I don't know that I'd go 100% in that case. I mean, even for a person, 
the standard dosage is four ounces of HydroWave to a gallon of uh, clean, wa pure water, if you will, purified water, and drinking uh, eight ounces a day is the typical way to four in the morning, four in the evening is the, is the normal dosage that's given. Horses don't really need anything different than that. Now, quite often with HydroWave, if someone's got a chronic or an acute thing that comes on, they may take a higher dosage, maybe an ounce in a six, 16 ounce uh, bottle of water and consume that. So they're getting heavier concentration because they have a bigger issue that they're approaching. You could do the same thing, just make it a little stronger. But to go more than 50-50, than I don't think you would need to do at all in a nebulizer or a transpirator type of application um, with regard to that. Uh, let's see here. Oh, that's small. Make it go up. A uh, new client suffered a traumatic brain injury about 20 years ago. He wants to have give PMF a try so it can at least reduce the medications he is on, if not eliminate them because of the side effects. The area affected is the left frontal lobe. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Well, again, uh, someone has a brain injury and it's, it's damaged the brain 20 years ago. What can we do uh, when we're helping energize and have good blood flow and, and potential better oxygenation uh, to the body, um, I can certainly understand. And if he's having pain, if, if the pain is centered certainly in his head or if it's kind of referred other places to treat and to help that situation can certainly bring, potentially bring comfort, comfort uh, to the individual and maybe relieve uh, some of the um, situations that this person is having. Again, if they maybe they'd have gotten to that much, 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 much earlier, it would be different. But in this case, there's no reason not to help uh, provide this gentleman, uh, this client, if you will, with comfort uh, in the head. Again, you can go direct to the area and treat with the paddle. I would say very low. Uh, comfort is the certain key here, but to do that, or as I've talked about a lot, is put the large loop over the head, rest it on the shoulders, and let the signal, let the energy come up through the entire head. It's certainly gonna energize or, or nourish with energy that part of the area where the damage occurred. But as you know, it's like an accident. If it, if it was right here, and over the years, it has spread like this in terms of the inflammation that's being affected uh, or that's causing the problem with the pain you want to clear out the whole area of the highway so that's where this may be very appropriate or like uh, hold the coil right near uh, where the injury actually occurred um, okay let's see any other questions cast uh, cast box is working fine let's see um, uh, Sandra, thank you for uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody, by the way. It's just amazing. When I read a post that came up earlier today that from 10 or 12 years ago when we first were beginning at this time wishing folks a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, as, our, as our family grows and our uh, ability to learn and our machines that we have grows, it's, so, it's, it's just so rewarding to see people uh, find success treating their own animals, find success who taking this as a business and it's, it truly gives me thanks and I think gives all of us thanks for uh, we wish you a thanks, happy Thanksgiving and a very happy uh, holiday season ahead. Uh, but anyway, Sandra, thanks for uh, happy Thanksgiving. I have a friend that has autoimmune disease. I have a semi-3. I assume this could be advantageous. Any suggestions? I'm fairly new to treating. But again, you need to research a little bit what what's bringing this on as far as their understanding and what's the best way to go with it. But for you to use any of the devices actually to be able to make the body be in a more healthy state from the cellular perspective, allowing the body to, to better absorb the nutrients that they're giving, better uh, facilitate the oxygen in the blood that that can work potentially to aid uh, the autoimmune disease situation, repression of that. You want to uh, let the body be in a position to, to fight that. And, uh, and quite often, you, people in those states, a lot of stress, a lot of things going on, and that's put stress on their blood cells, stress on their body, and it becomes an issue. Um, so let's see here. Okay, we do have somebody that uh, wants to talk. Okay, it's Tracy Walker. Let's give a uh, call here. It's coming through. Put it on speaker. 
see what we get. Tracy! Hello! Where is the speaker? Uh, yep, there you go. I, uh, uh, my question was that uh, somebody had asked me that the bone healing uh, with after a break or something like that, how to increase the bone healing, why would it not also increase uh, or, or cause so your question is if it aids in bone healing will it also aid in tissue healing Most certainly, if you have a, you, you, now let me be clear, we are not increasing the in circulation, we're improving the blood circulation, we're not increasing pressure. But with that said, what, how does that work on the bone with the cellular development of the bone, the blood flow around the bone, nourishing it so it does in fact in many cases heal more rapidly, uh, heal comfortably for the, for the folks. We're not doing it. It's the machine and the magic, and not the magic, but it's the machine and what it's doing physiologically to the body to the allow the body to better heal itself. Now, so if it's going to help the bone healing, it's also going to help tissue. So if there's a tear and or, or a severe strain, now if it's a clean tear and the only thing that's going to solve it is surgery where they got to go put something back together, understand at that point then we can help with reducing inflammation, allowing it to be in a better position to heal uh, hopefully more rapidly and that type of thing. But if you have a, a situation, let's say a hyperextension of a tendon or cartilage or in a, in a muscular type of situation that has caused a lot of inflammation in the in the uh, um, um, in the fascia down into the muscle just as this energizes the bone it's going to energize that tissue so uh, if I'm answering your question uh, Stacy is yes as you're enhancing that in the body it will enhance the healing situations in those cases as a case in point uh, when I was first moving into one of our offices I was opening a door trying to carry something in I moved my leg to the right to push the door back and it was rubbing on the concrete and I hyperextended or tore we weren't sure uh, my MCL on the inside of my leg and it sounded like a baseball bat hitting a ball uh, when I did that and I went home and treated myself immediately uh, didn't have a machine with me at that point in the office because we were just moving treated myself twice a day I uh, used Dr. Dennis's uh, little small unit in between those treatments and I was able to keep going I wasn't able to be moving like I was because that was it was really sore but I was able to keep going and and go I called my doc and said I need to come see you he's on vacation they said go to the emergency room and I said you know what I'm doing okay I'm gonna wait two weeks for him to come home and then I'll go see him and at the end of the two weeks I called him and I said I think it was pretty serious I need you to look at it just to make sure that I haven't torn it to the point that it needs surgery or something like that and I went to see him he manipulated my knee he looked at everything felt around analyzed and said I'm not going to give you an MRI because they're not going to pay for it you're far enough along and it's it's healing fine you've getting your mobility back it's going to take you a month or two or three months for this thing to come back in place and not be a problem about two months he thought it was going to be three uh, for it to get to a point that I was pretty much in control of it uh, for a good period of time it and in injuries it can take months before you can lay in the bed and let your knee be stressed a little bit or that type of thing and so you to stay with those types of treatments so Tracy I would say that yes it will help not only the bone but the soft tissue at the same time Okay. So, uh, I the reason it came up in my mind is we were sitting there when you were discussing the uh, uh, with the uh, incontinence and stuff like that. Right, right. Asked me a question, and um, so I told them it was probably uh, would work, but it would require a lot of commitment to treatment. Well, it's harder to get great great comment there. It's harder to get treat to get inflammation out of a nerve or cartilage than it is the soft tissue 
of the muscle. And because, you know, there, there's, there are cells and cellular blood nourishment and, and all that to those areas, but they don't have the oxygen, or not the oxygen, the blood cell content that your soft tissue does. So it's harder. It also develops slower. That's why in a lot of cases with horses, for example, or even dogs, small animals, that they're fine today and tomorrow they can't walk because it's been building and they've been okay, they've been going, and it builds up to where all of a sudden it's, oh, wow, I can't do that. We have that as humans, but when we do it, we know it. When we strain our hip, we know it and start trying to abate that immediately. A dog won't do that. A horse doesn't do that quite often. They just keep going until all of a sudden they can't go and all of a sudden tomorrow they're lame uh, and, and whatever the situation uh, may be. So the important thing is is if you can get on these things early, you're good. But in, in, a, nerve, in a nerve situation that's slow to inflame, if it's not a catastrophic uh, type of blow that caused the problem, and then but certainly the improved blood flow and the oxygenation can help the body deal with those situations. Perfect. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you. Uh, it's, it, send your email to support at magnawavepmf.com to be entered in the, uh, for, the, for the stuff, okay? I will do it. Okay, Tracy, thank you. Okay, so there's a call from uh, Tracy. Good question. And, and that's why I like that because we all of a sudden got into the development of inflammation, how, how it works and what you see and, and, and what's going on. Uh, let's see. Oh, autoimmune, that's the last question there. Let me take a quick jump over here to uh, Restream. Uh, Azel's, everything's working fine over there. So any other questions, uh, simply send me a text, 502-599-9722. Uh, we've been going for about 40 minutes at this point. If you have questions, I'd be happy to uh, have a look at them. Um, water on the knee, uh, human. Uh, any success stories, any comments on that type of thing that were asked. Um, so certainly when you have that type of situation where you have water or a buildup of fluid on a particular area, to work the area uh, gives you an opportunity to, to again help move whatever debris is there, whatever is causing the, the situation to help potentially flush the area uh, as, you're, as you're going through those types of uh, situations uh, dealing with comfort uh, for folks. Uh, let's see, any other questions? Please uh, send me a text, put it into Facebook or on YouTube, and I'd be happy to have a look and answer them. Take a quick look over here. Uh, good morning, Suzanne. Thank you for joining us this morning. Does, I don't see a lot of other questions coming through, but I'll, give, I'll wait another uh, minute or so. Don't forget, let me quickly go over this. Early registration for MagnaCon. Sign up for MagnaCon before January 1st. You get a discount. I believe it's uh, it's only $300 for the uh, MagnaCon. I believe in, after the first year it's going to go up to $400. So if you'd like to participate, you got a chance to get a discount before the first of the year. And those of you who do that will be entered into a drawing to receive uh, complimentary rooms uh, at the uh, at the event. So we're going to have a drawing for that. So please do that. Tomorrow, uh, we start some of our Black Friday stuff, so you might want to uh, watch the pages for that to see uh, what the deals may be and what's going on uh, with Black Friday and uh, what we have to offer in, in that regard. Let's see, uh, we will also be at the Double AEP in Denver, uh, December 8th, 9th, and 10th. So if you're going to be attending uh, that event, the American Association of Equine Practitioners, uh, let us know and come see us. Stop by the booth and uh, this will be a good time and good uh, educational situation uh, as well. Okay, let's see. I don't see any other questions. Um, uh, someone asked the... the pros and cons of the Soul versus the Julian. Uh, has the Semi now, I really think I want to switch to a spark plug machine. Well, the, the, has the Semi. The Soul is more on the loan the same power as the Semi. They're both less power than the Maya or the Max uh, or the Julian. So the Soul would be about half of the Julian. It kind of depends on what your, your practice is. Uh, to add either one of those to your to complement what you're doing would could certainly be beneficial. There is a difference between digital and spark chamber um, 
which is a question that came up yesterday that I'll kind of look at, but there is a difference there, but it, what you have to get used to. The biggest challenge we have had as someone who grows up on Spark Chamber all of a sudden switches over to a di digital machine while it's doing the same thing, working just as well, feels a little different. Uh, the controls are different, so you have to acclimate yourself to that. Some people, as I said, who have grown through the process of the Spark Chamber machines like that, want that, stay there. If someone starts with a digital and they grow that way and they're happy with it, they stay there. There are applications. There is a little difference uh, in how it feels. Again, the the t the signal from the Spark Gap machines, the Julian, the Max, uh, are more uh, and the Soul are more pointed at the top, so they're a little more direct as they enter the body. So you'll feel it uh, a little more. I don't want to say you just feel it you'll feel the intensity a little more with the digital devices the top of the signal before it drops down and the healing the healing properties as dr dennis has so aptly and, and well explained really take place on the drop or the slew rate of the signal but on the digital machine it kind of curves at the top i kind of compare it to a dull pencil a number two pencil that we used to use in school when it's very sharp you know like tip you know and but when it's a little duller it gives you a different stroke it's just softer on entry and people have a challenge uh relating to that Talking about a little, getting a little technical here, sometimes if you're moving the energy level up with a spark gap machine or a spark chamber machine, your comfort level may start to be impacted here because you're feeling it more than you want to perhaps, but with a digital machine you can put more energy in more comfortably. And so you could be in a situation that you may not feel it as much and you may in, in that type of situation, but you're actually applying more energy with a digital than sometimes you are uh, with a spark chamber based on comfort of the person receiving or the animal receiving the energy uh, to help supplement their body with, with what they need with the PEMF energy. So that that is a conversation when you talk about digital and, and spark chamber. But that, and that answers the question I was asked the other, other day about the difference between digital and spark chamber. The primary difference is digital doesn't have nearly the working parts of the things that can cause a problem down the road and, and they can conceivably work uh, forever whereas a spark chamber machine the spark chamber can and will probably wear to the point that you would want to change it but outside of that there's very little difference other than the way the signal is delivered it's the same up and down and it stops uh, which is called a ringer and it, it that's where everything comes from in how the particular signals work any other questions, send me a text, 502-599-9722, or post it in Facebook or YouTube. Um, someone's, we're still having stream issues, and I apologize for that. Uh, we haven't had a situation like this for a long time. We are in a new studio, but everything seems to be working very well as far as our internet. That I mean, my signal that I'm receiving here is very strong and very good uh, as far as the signal that I am receiving. But you know, we just have to uh, have a look at that sometimes. Could be something going on in the in the uh, internet system outside of our building that's under work and it's not allowing the signal to get to where you are as smoothly as we would like it to. So um, it's that's where we are. Any questions, simply put them in Facebook, YouTube, CastBox, or give me a call. Um, Appreciate the folks being with us on Castbox. Castbox is a is a broadcasting platform that's much like a radio station. You can go in there and uh, listen to the to the uh, broadcast without having to be online or have enough signal strength to where you can see it. You can listen to it on your telephone uh, as you're doing something and you don't you're not necessarily seeing something. So we appreciate Castbox. You can talk to us through Castbox. You can leave ca comments on Castbox. So it's it's a growing type of platform, and we're certainly glad and happy to uh, to be there uh, all right we'll go another minute or two here and see if we have any uh, questions uh, that's looking on the Facebook page the uh, certified practitioners um, 
pearl, the silky hen, is a senior citizen, and they're treating this hen inside of the large coil. We know we've treated chickens before. As you know, we've treated eagles uh, that have been severely injured in various uh, situations, and specifically one in Upper Michigan that got uh, caught, got its talons caught in a fishing net in freezing temperature and was stuck to the net in the, right at the water on a tree. Uh, it was just very, and they were afraid that they were going to have to amputate the leg or the talon of the eagle, which would be not a good deal and would probably be fatal to, to the eagle and certainly affect its captivity or, or its freedom to not be in captivity. And uh, with the treatments of the MagnaWave and they've sensed in this uh, rescue, it's a, it's a, uh, a raptor rescue, they have a MagnaWave machine that they're using for their birds and raptors that they're working on and trying to help recover from injuries in the wild and, and, and so forth. So a lot of things uh, can happen, a lot of things can be treated. All right, let's see, uh, John, thanks. Everything seems to be working now. Any other questions, uh, simply put it in the, uh, lot, in the box and I'll answer it. I'll wait another minute to see uh, what may, may be coming around. Um, let's see. Portable power station for events. Uh, there's a lot of different portable power uh, devices you can use. Uh, small electric uh, generator type of things. That a motorcycle size of a motorcycle battery will power you for several hours. Uh, in an event or in that type of environment. Erin uh, has some chargers that she has worked with and understands and likes. You might call the office, talk to Erin, 502-742-7868, uh, 502-742-7868. Talk to Erin, ask for Erin, and talk to her about, uh, or Teresa, her assistant, and uh, talk to them about uh, various battery packs that are available and what machines they work best with. Uh, we've I've, I powered my Max for years when I had was at horse shows and I had my golf cart. I'd plug the put a little uh, plug right into my golf cart, plug the machine into that, and uh, treat away uh, with the batteries on my golf cart uh, all day long basically. I'd go from one location to location. If, that, if the power was not close by or whatever, I could certainly uh, do it in the field without the external power uh, of the uh, facilities uh, that we are in. All right, so it, good question with regard to uh, batteries and what you can use with the devices. Uh, with that, I don't see any other texts uh, coming in to give a call. Tracy, uh, thanks for calling as you did. And uh, I did, again, I want to wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving. We'll certainly be celebrating as a family, and we want you to celebrate with your family and, and have a good time. Always we're here to answer your questions. The office will be closed on Friday, but if you send an email or send a text or a message, we will certainly do our best to... Uh, to get back to you and uh, help you through any conversations or discussions you have. Did you have something? I was just gonna say, just a reminder that even though we're closed on Black Friday, the sale will still be going on online. Thank you. The uh, Black Friday sale will certainly be going on online. It starts on Thursday and runs through, I believe, Sunday, if I'm remembering correctly. And uh, so all that will be happening. Everything will be working. The, the product specialists will be available to answer any questions and to help you in that situation if you're gonna take, uh, take advantage of the MagnaWave Black Friday sale and uh, in, enjoy that. If you're a practitioner, we're soliciting some information from you so we get updated on your, uh, to catch the new wave that's coming, to make sure that you've got that information, go to your certified page and uh, fill out the information there so we can make sure that you get the gift bag that's coming to everybody as certified practitioners, introducing the new wave that's coming. I can't say too much, but anyway, um, that's what's going on. One question here, does Amanda ask the question, does MagnaWave help thyroid? Swelling in the body and tired. There have been people that we, we have treated people with, I forget what they call the disease um, of the thyroid, I can't remember what it is. But uh, if you treat the area, we are again working on the blood flow, working on the body's being as healthy as possible from the from that state. Certainly, if uh, body swelling in the body and tired, energy, good blood flow, good healthy cells can help inflammation and swelling in the body, which is inflammation, can help 
relieve the 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 stress or the tired stress that that someone is feeling and and have people have pleasing testimonials go to the testimonial page put in thyroid and you'll see what some people have done go to the magnawave edu international education uh, magnawave pmf international education and research page and you can on the left hand side of the page there you can put something in that you're searching for so you can search for pmf and thyroid you can go to the aopp that's the pemfprofessionals.com page pemfprofessionals.com and search for studies and search for information that has been done uh, that, that reflects what has been done with regard to thyroid issues utilizing PEMF and so there's certainly a reason to again use this to help energize the area and energize the body. Um, how does one know their need? Can a practitioner do it themselves? Um, through your advice, how does the practitioner know if the machine needs to be recalibrated? Well, um, if the machine needs to be recalibrated, it's operating differently than you're comfortable with. That's a pretty broad statement, but uh, typically what happens sometimes as the electrodes wear is you, you don't get a low setting it's you turn the machine on and it's on or you turn it on and just barely moving the thing puts out a signal that someone may feel is a bit uncomfortable you don't have the total to move it up that's because the electrodes are a little farther apart so it may need to be calibrated so they can operate the way they should uh, if on if on the here's what happens if you do electrodes and you bring them back to where they were at the beginning you may you 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 become accustomed to a higher setting that it's giving you because they're a little further apart from where and so you can turn it what you in your mind it's, it is a little stronger or a little higher setting but that's that's a trade you, you know if you want to make sure that you've got the very 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 low end and that's where it would show it would show if you turn the device on and you barely move the knob and it's clicking and it's clicking it's firing at a level that you may feel someone may be uncomfortable with at the get-go you don't necessarily want that you want to have it recalibrated but if you're content with what it's doing uh, and you're happy with it and you don't know I wouldn't worry if everything's working fine don't because what happens someone sends it in we make some changes and change things they get it back in a, in a producing a signal like new and they become used to a different type of signal from age or from from just use and they think well it's not doing what I what I was doing when I sent it in no because we replaced and fixed a couple of things so it's going to more operate more in the original normal state and I know that gets a little convoluted as I discuss it but so it, you know it, if you have a question about your machine how it's performing send us a video take a video of what the device is doing and record it so we can hear what it is doing so if you send that to us send that to Lee at uh, uh, magnawavepmf.com Lee kind of runs our customer service and, and front end and she can listen to that she'll get it to me or get it to whoever or Aaron and they can listen to it and watch it and say yeah you maybe need to have that uh, spark chamber adjusted uh, cal recalibrated whatever the situation may be so that's a good way of handling it take a video Take a video that we can really hear what's what's going on. You know, we tend to do things quickly. Well, here it is. Turn it on. Turn it off. Let it go for a second so we can really get an opportunity to uh, absorb uh, what you're sending us. But that would be one way to uh, take care of that. Uh, I have an employee running an open day for MagnaWave soon. She's using the Semi 3. She's worried people won't feel it working enough to get keep using any tips uh, for when showing the machine to clients for the first time and will the semi be okay running six or six 15 minute sessions with a little break in between number one yes be fine to run sessions I would give it a you know it gets hot in there so give it if you can and you're thinking about it give it 30 seconds between sessions or 45 seconds of time to change people it takes a minute you're good you can you can keep right on going where the machines get a little confused is if you're running 10 minutes or whatever the time may be and it stop beep and it stops beep and you keep it going you don't give it any chance to kind of refresh itself from the heat standpoint and if you're in the environment that's hot outside you could give some situation where a machine says I'm warm let me cool off it for a minute and it'll stop 
They all have those safety features to stop if, if they get too hot. What I would recommend if you're doing that it, to do the demonstration with the Semi 3 is to use the, you could do the large loop over the shoulder on high, they'll feel it. They'll feel that moving because the large loop is moving a lot, a larger area of tissue. If you go down to the butterfly, they'll feel it, but they may not feel it as much because we're stimulating less tissue. So it depends what you're trying to show. If you want to show feeling, then I'd use the large loop. I'd use it on the low back, shoulder, someplace like that where you have some tissue. If you put it on the knees where there's not as much tissue there, it's not going to, it's going to penetrate, it's going to put the energy in there, but they're not going to feel it as much because you're, you're limited on how high the device can go. So my question, my suggestion would be in demos, use the large loop, put it on a shoulder, put it on the low back, and let them experience the medium and the high, and you'll have that and they'll feel that. If you have the large wave wings, and John, I don't recall if you do, but uh, if a person does do that, to use the large wave wings with the Semi 3 on high, and it will help again. They're going to feel it, they're going to understand it, and it's not going to be too much that they would be uncomfortable. So that's my suggestion there. Great question, John. Thank you so much. Does the digital machine ever need recalibrated? The semi seems like it snaps aren't as intense as they used to be. Send us a video, uh, we can take a look at it. Here's, here's what happens in these machines. There are diodes that regulate the conversion from AC to DC as the signals generated. And those little, they're, they're very small, very small diodes. And, and yes, two parts of that question. Does it need to be recalibrated? As a rule, no. However, you know, a lot of soldering, a lot of things go on. Can something become a little loose to where the diode is not doing what it's supposed to be to do in order to help produce that signal? That can happen on a digital machine. That can happen on a spark chamber machine. You have the diodes, you have the connections. So yes, something can uh, come loose. You also want to make sure that, that you have the machine operating uh, in the proper sequence of high, medium, or low, medium, and high. Some folks, there's a sequence that they punch on the, on the panels accidentally when they're turning it on or holding a particular button and they take it out of the program that they're normally accustomed to working in and there's a factory reset to be able to take it back. It's a computer basically in there to be able to take it back to where it's supposed to be. So there's both of those issues. In the purest sense, digital machine, as long as it remains physically in good shape, does not need to be recalibrated. However, something can... I've had machines that I've dropped off the back of trucks, golf carts, flipped out of my golf cart, pick them up, plug them in, they work just fine. Uh, I've had machines that I've dropped, uh, move, getting ready to put in the car just fine. I've had machines that you everything's good for eight months and all of a sudden you go down a three a three inch step and you're pulling the machine and there's something in there that's been coming loose for some time and bingo it breaks comes loose and the machine quits working that's just the way uh, things go you run over a nail on the road need to do something to your tire so things uh, certainly can happen and, and that's uh, something to think about I hope that helps uh, your question um, okay uh, Jason's with us hey Jason thanks for joining us hope everything's going well with you uh, we are over time at this point, so I really want to thank you for being with me this morning, and uh, we'll be back uh, next Tuesday uh, with the MagnaWave office hours, uh, and we'll have conversation with you at that time. Have a beautiful, blessed, happy Thanksgiving, and a beautiful weekend, uh, wherever you may be, in the snow or the sun or whatever's going on. Enjoy your day. Wave on for health and wellness, and thank you for joining me. Have a great day. Bye.